Hi, and welcome back to Reach for Wellness, a video podcast by Community Reach Center. We are located in the Adams and Broomfield counties, and my name is Vanessa Alarcon, and I'm a licensed clinical social worker and a licensed addictions counselor. Today, I'm so excited to have Ben Dungan, Benjamin Dungan, to be official. <laughs> um, ben, uh, so you're a licensed professional counselor, and what is your role at Community Reach Center? I'm a supervisor of staff at Community Reach Center, and primarily I work with our first episode psychologist psychosis team so people who are going through first psychosis episodes within the last two years and ages 15 through 29. So people that aren't new to community reach center or maybe familiar with our outpatient services probably know you because for the last few years you've been an outpatient therapist at Thornton. I have been yeah I've been doing therapy here for over three years and in public mental health a lot longer than that and so it's a it's a great place to work and to help the community. Yes, and no secret, Ben and I have worked with each other for (laughs) a few years, so we're definitely not, um, we're very familiar faces to each other. Um, Ben, you have a very unique interest and specialty area within mental health, I think it is, because of all of the different specialty areas, sometimes you hear people specializing in substance use or in other aspects of mental health, maybe depression and anxiety. But your interest area is, I would say, extremely relevant. So reveal it. What is your your expertise area? Yeah, uh, among many of my interests, one of the interests that I think is the most intriguing these days is an internet overuse and technology addiction. And um, it's a, it's a big interest area of mine because I work with a lot of younger consumers who just kind of lose track of a lot of things or, or impacted pretty negatively on their mental health because of their, their use of screens and internet and um, the increase in anxiety and depression we see in so many of our younger folks today um, I think is, is pretty, pretty well connected with the rise of technology here. Mm-hmm. And, things that we've never seen before because, you know, we, we think about the first computer being made and the first home PCs. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was, everybody started getting those really in the 90s, mm-hmm. right? And, um, we've only really had smartphones for a, a little over 10 years in the way we have them today. And so um, things have changed really rapidly where we humans evolve over hundreds of years. And so it's a really fascinating area that why it's a main interest to me. I, I learned from some great experts that have helped me along the way to, to help spread this into a community space. So when we think about the relationship we have with technology, our smartphones or whatever tech we're using, how would someone know the difference between TikTok's really fun, love scrolling, my kids are always on the iPad, whatever yeah. context to, oh, this is on the unhealthy, maybe an addiction part of tech use. Yeah, one of the things as an addiction counselor, I always go back to the word maladaptive, right? If something is maladaptive to somebody's life, that means it's getting in the way of them thriving and living to their goals, Um, sometimes getting in the way of their livelihood as far as health or um, acquiring a job or or getting in the way of their relationships, right? Leading to isolation and um, getting away from that basic human need of just being a part of the world and feeling supported and Um, So oftentimes when we talk about addiction in this concept, we have to think of technology as something that we need in today's world. Mm -hmm. Technology is not something that 
um, you can live without today. You have to know how to navigate technology to get money out of your bank account and to go learn at school and to ride the bus even. And look at your health benefits. Exactly, we were just right? talking about yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, or even check out at the supermarket, right, mm. with all the screens, right? And so technology is here to stay. And so similarly to other, you know, disorders around addiction, such as maybe a food addiction or, or what we call binge eating disorder, um, it's something that you live with and you have to moderate. Um, and so what we look for, right, is we want to look for where it's starting to get really maladaptive, right? And for kids, that could be like grades really going through the tank or um, not checking in with their family or, or maybe they're just not feeling motivation for oftentimes a lot of those key fundamental blocks of development such as you know getting that driver's license mm -hmm. or or finding that next education step or that job um, or not getting sleep because they're on their phones all night so yeah, yeah. so I guess the summary of that would be your lifestyle lifestyle <laughs> or there's just aspects about you that are like there's a down downward spiral yeah. of sorts. Absolutely. If it's school, you know, if you're a student, maybe more yeah. school or in life, maybe like hygiene slips, mm -hmm. stress. You mentioned anxiety. Yeah. You just feel maybe like you're lost a bit of control. Yeah, absolutely. And there's kind of like two ends of the spectrum as well, right? Um, I think the United States, we're, we're lagging a little behind and some recognition of this in some ways. Um, there, there are places in the world such as China and Korea that have hospital units for people who maybe eat and, or don't eat and don't sleep and don't get hygiene and just play video games for 22 hours of the day and they end up in the hospital because of exhaustion and there's even sometimes wow. death that results from that. Um, huh. And so United States, um, we're coming up, we're trying to figure things yeah. out. There are some specialty clinics around the area. but. Right now, it's a really underserved area in community mental health, and it's something a lot of parents just kind of take for granted. They mm -hmm. say, well, this is the way the world is, and, um, you know, technology takes care of it. Maybe I don't necessarily need to as a parent. They, they seem distracted, and they seem fine. Um, and so it's, it's one of those things that's really sneaky, too, mm -hmm. I think, for us in the United States because we, we, we love that entertainment. We love all those things that our phones give us, and sometimes a little too much. <laughs> Not gonna lie. I mean, like sometimes I'm on my phone and I just mm -hmm. like I a lot of time can pass by, mm -hmm. and I just went to check like a notification, and then it's like 15 minutes later. Yeah, sometimes it, longer. You know, it's funny you mentioned that just because yeah. uh, lots of studies have suggested like every time a notification or something goes off on your phone, it takes mm -hmm. your brain about 20 minutes to fully refocus. So if you have those those vibrations in your mm -hmm. pocket or that ringtone. Or those or lights, have you seen people have yes, those like yeah. flashing lights? I can't yeah. do those, but I know that's another yeah. person. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're pretty vibrant and they, yes. they're pretty disruptive, right? Mm. Um, so, you know, if you have a notification going off every 10, 15 minutes, your brain isn't fully focused on the task you're working on. Hmm. Um, and um, I think um, every time that, that little signal goes off too, you mm. get a little rush of dopamine because you get that reward of you know, maybe it's that Facebook like, or or maybe it's hey, you you heard a, a new player got traded mm. to a new team on your sports app, or oh something. Oh my gosh, like that's that. my husband's notifications, yeah. just constant yeah. sports updates. Yeah. Which is great. It's great yeah. to have the dopamine, which is a neurotransmitter mm -hmm. in our head that yep. is for pleasure. It's it's great to have that, but mm. when that goes on, it can be really abused in addiction to 
you know, to, to help us get into some pretty compulsive and obsessive habits hmm. that aren't helpful. So let's say you're listening to this, yeah. anyone, and they're like, oh no, maybe my relationship with tech isn't the best. Or maybe you know someone that's maybe using it a little too much. Maybe a parent, We I tend to hear a lot in our work yeah. of like parents being concerned about tech use. And so what would you say to someone that's hearing this and wondering what to do? Yeah, I think, you know, Obviously, coming to see a therapist and talking about it is always a wonderful thing. However, I think the first step is always awareness, right? You know, use those screen time monitoring apps on your phone. If you have an Apple phone, you can go in the settings and see how much you're on each app. Mm. Um, and there's plenty of ways to start to be mindful, right? You know, even if you don't want an app or log mm -hmm. it on your phone, break out the old pen and paper, journal mm. it, right? Like I was on my phone this time and this time and this time. And just start to be aware, right, of maybe how much you are in your phone mm. these days and, and maybe start to realize, well, maybe how much time I wasn't involving myself with people around me or my job or mm -hmm. maybe things that give me more benefit, like, yeah. you know, exercise or health or sleep maybe. Um, and so start with that awareness step and, um, and take simple steps, right? You know, put your phone on silent more often. Mm. Um, uh, phones and, and different electronic devices also give off a lot of blue light. And, mm. um, there's a lot of research that suggests that there can be some correlation um, between that and addiction and, and how our brains get dopamine and are activated. And so you can get those cool blue light glasses on Amazon mm. or somewhere and put those on late at night so that you can go to sleep a little quicker and your sleep cycle's better. And so those are just some basic easy steps to start out with awareness and, and start curving mm. maybe the impacts of technology. And, and then of course, you know, any therapist can help you with habit forming and, sure. and awareness building and, and should be able to help refer you out to if you, if you need some extra help from an addictions counselor or an sure. addiction specialist or, mm -hmm. or even a technology addiction treatment center, um, which, which do exist here in the mm -hmm. United States. Mm -hmm. so. Well, and I like that you mentioned the awareness yeah. piece because so much of mental health is having awareness of oneself. So yeah. why do we do what we do? I know we've all had an experience where we're like, why did I do that? Why don't I say that? Oh, why, why can't I do this thing I want to do or don't want to do? I mean, yeah. it's just a constant psychological, you know, like the foundation of mm -hmm. awareness so that we can live healthier lives. So I'm glad mm -hmm. that that's something. Yeah, well, and technology really kind of provides us um, with both a, a beneficial and a negative mm -hmm. crutch, right? You mm -hmm. know, I don't know how many of anybody listening to this podcast remembers half the phone numbers that they used to have to memorize to mm -hmm. call their best friend mm -hmm. down the street or their loved one because the phone just remembers it for us. And that's great because it allows our mind to do other things. However, we can depend a lot on that. And mm -hmm. the more we're on our phone and we're not talking to people, I mean, we're missing out on a lot of nonverbal and paraverbal. We're, we're missing out on mm -hmm. two major parts of communication often that mm -hmm. help us connect and relate to other people and, mm -hmm. and really give us the most valuable hits of dopamine and joy and pleasure. And um, in some ways we talk about autism spectrum disorders as well mm -hmm. in, this, in this sense because oftentimes um, there are some signs of overstimulation. If somebody's on screen so much, they you know, they're not getting that same dose of socialization, so mm. it can be pretty hard again and mm -hmm. can look sometimes similar to those autism spectrum diagnoses where there are a lot of, a lot more rigidity and a lot less mm -hmm. social 
um, engagement just because of that overwhelm. Because if you're on your phone all the time, you're not you're gonna you're not gonna know how to go talk to somebody in person. You're not gonna mm-hmm. know how to get through that next job interview or yes. have a difficult conversation with your spouse or your kid to solve problems and have a better life. Yeah. So that rigidity piece, it's really interesting. We, when we were talking about this episode, we were talking about like, what could the connection here be with autism? And so, um, I guess from your perspective, have you seen some of that relationship or experience with, um, autism and that rigidity? Yeah, there's, there's some studies that show that there's kind of what we call like a behavioral increase in like symptoms. So if somebody's on technology enough, they can start to appear as if they have some of those autism spectrum disorders or or ADHD uh, spectrum of disorders, um, just because our brains are, are really getting into an unnatural cycle of reward and um, and you know addiction is rigidity. It's re- it's rigidity mm. to a to a habit. Um, sometimes it's a substance like marijuana or heroin or alcohol. And, and sometimes it's to pizza or food and, and mm-hmm. definitely it's to technology a lot of the time, you know. Um, you ever been into a waiting room, people are very compulsively pulling out their phones because mm-hmm. they don't know what to do with their time anymore and they, mm-hmm. they can't just sit with their own thoughts. And um, that is not too dissimilar from the way some people with autism spectrum disorders may appear sometimes. Um, And so sometimes that's confusing for a lot of people um, to understand. And and if you have um, an autism spectrum disorder, that can make you more vulnerable to the rigidity of addiction, whether that be technology or substance use or or eating. (laughs) So, yeah. yeah. So much to learn. I've learned certainly a lot more than I thought I would, which is really exciting because I think this is just something that we need to talk more about, especially when we find ourselves in patterns or see loved ones in patterns where yeah. we're worried about. Yeah. Any last things that you'd like to mention before we wrap up on healthy tech use? Yeah, I, I think, you know, the key to healthy technology use is, is that first step awareness and then mm-hmm. just setting some goals for yourself and having a way of holding yourself accountable and um, I think it's a lot easier too to implement some of those habits when you're you're doing it with others, um, mm. and there there online help groups you can join for free, things like that, and um, you can also you know do this as a family, mm. right? You know, um, no phones at dinner, no you know things like that, right? You yeah. know, we kind of laugh and chuckle at these things, and I think our world we've given ourselves lots of exceptions, but I think we're starting to find out that. Um, those things are having an impact on us. So I think, um, you know, if I had any advice for people, Mm -hmm. it's just let's increase, you know, the awareness first and then move on from there. And then, of course, you know, feel free to come to places like Community Reach Center and and get therapy. Um, And and if you can't be accountable with people in your family, Mm -hmm. therapists, case managers, peer peer specialists that Mm -hmm. work here are more than happy to help you on that journey. Um, And and, and with anything else that comes along with it, you know, whether technology is helping you avoid anxiety or depression or, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. or any sort of other mental illness or, or disability, um, you know, you can work through all that with a therapist um, and make some real progress if, you, if, you're, if you're down to work, as we say. <laughs> yes. No, I thank you so much for all those yeah. tips. I'm sure they're helpful to those listening. So thanks so much, Ben. No problem. 
Thank you so much for tuning in to this month's episode of Reach for Wellness. If you would like to listen to more episodes or you want to stay up to date to other times we have episodes releasing, follow us on our social media. All of the links are on our website at communityreachcenter.org. Thanks and see you next time.